This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. This is Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White. I am Editor-in-Chief at the Charlotte Post. Welcome. It's been a while since the podcast has uh, recorded new material, but here we are. And today's subject is one that we've uh, broached on several occasions in the last calendar year, Johnson C. Smith football. The Golden Bulls wound up the regular season with a 7-3 and three mark. It was their first seven-win season since 2006. And if that weren't enough of a turnaround, they got an extra surprise, an invitation to the Florida Beach Bowl, the inaugural Florida Beach Bowl, in Fort Lauderdale. It's December the 13th, and they will play Fort Valley State. It's a major accomplishment for a program that has not known a whole lot of success over the last four decades or so. And with that in mind, I had a chance to talk to a friend of the podcast, Golden Bulls football coach Maurice Flowers, about the game the season, and what the Golden Bulls have yet to accomplish. And here is that conversation via telephone. It may have been, I guess, one of those things where you could have been hoping, uh, but considering the steep competition in the CIAA to get that invitation, uh, what does it mean, A, for the program, and be for you personal, uh, personally. Well, personally, it, it feels it, it. It just really feels like a a sense of accomplishment, like we've done something. Um, and to know that you know the plans that we put in place and the culture that we've created that that it's taking shape and it really is you know, moving toward where we wanted it from the beginning. Because, uh, you know, when, when you, you know, you always have a plan at the beginning. <laughs> okay, you always have a plan at the beginning, but can you stick with it uh, even when there's tough times? And we, we definitely had some tough times early in our first season, but we just stuck with our plan and believed. And I'm just so, I'm just, I, I just feel, ah, I'm, I mean, I just feel good that that we can just see some of the fruits of our labor. And then also to know that, you know, we're in a, a group that we were chosen, you know, that we earned this from a group of, uh, hey, the, the CIAA Southern Division champ, you know, Fayetteville State, uh, who finished up the season at eight and three. Then there's Virginia State, uh, who finished the season up at eight and two. To know that you, you know, now, and you know, you think of those two teams right there, and, and you think CIAA, you know, regular CIAA winning programs. And that's what we want for Johnson C. Smith. We want to be a team that, you know, year in and year out is a team that's consistently fighting and scratching and crawling to be a championship contender, to be a playoff contender. And so to know that you just accomplished something, you got selected for a bowl um, where you had no input. Uh, they just visited your school. They watched your body of work throughout the season. And to be selected from among those other fine institutions and fine football programs it just really, it, it just really lets you know that you're doing some good things, and I'm just, and I'm just elated. You mentioned uh, 
Virginia State, Fayetteville State, those schools had better records than Smith. And, of course, I guess supporters and fans of those programs would say, well, why not us instead of Smith? What would your response be to that? My response would simply be is that why not us also? Uh, with Johnson C. Smith, um, you know, you, you, you look, those are great programs. I mean, you, you Coach Henry Frazier at Virginia State done an outstanding job since he's been there. And, and then you, of course, Richard Hayes, I mean, the, the consistency that he's brought to Fayetteville State and winning six straight CIAA Southern Division championships. And then, just, but you look at our body of work, uh, a team that's seven and three. And, and a team, I, I guess, you know, you just look at what we've done and how far we've come in such a short period of time. Uh, you know, that's really, you know, that's what you really, to me, I guess that's what you look at as far as when you look at Johnson C. Smith as a team that a place, a school that's not known for having football success. And, you know, you go two and seven, then all of a sudden you turn around to seven and three. You know, those those guys must be doing something right there. And that's that's really all I can say is that you know hey we 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 earned it through a a tough crowd and a tough group of schools and and uh, we're just we just feel very fortunate. I would imagine that people are already going to uh, put a name on the Florida Beach Bowl and call it AKA the Maurice Flowers Invitational, uh, where you get to uh, square off against well, hey. Fort Valley State. Yes, I, you know what I like the sound of that, <laughs> but and uh, you know, sort of a full circle moment, Herb, uh, to know that you know that, that I'm, you know, you get a chance to go against a school where I was the head coach, and you look at that roster, and there's so many young men that we recruited uh, at Fort Valley State, and then you know the coaching staffers, you know the the, the offensive coordinator Joel Hurst, you know, was on our staff. Uh, the offensive line coach, Coach Kenny Ray, on our staff uh, that we when we first got to Fort Valley uh, and, and brought him in from Gardner Webb, just you know, just so many familiar faces. I mean, you know, you look at Kelvin Durham, the starting quarterback. We, we recruited him. You know, he was in the same class. He, he was in the class after Tyrell Jackson. Uh, you know, as a quarterback, who was the Player of the Year last year in the SIAC. So many guys. I mean, I I don't even want to start naming them because I'll leave somebody out. But there's just so many faces on there. I mean, I look at the, the starting defensive end, who's all SIAC, Tim Alderman, who was an FCS football player, but from the school that's right there in Fort Valley at uh, Peach County High School. And, you know, before we got there, you know, the roster for Fort Valley State didn't have anyone from Peach County High School. And we made it uh, uh, just similar to what we do here in Charlotte, where we're going to recruit our local talent. And that's what we started doing there. But so just to see so many Peach County high school guys on the roster and to know that, you know, that's something that we've done. And, and then just to know that you were at that school and you left it in a better place than you found it. That's what I that's what I take from it, to know that when we came in, the program was this way. And when we left, it was in a better spot. And. You know, our, the first year, uh, last season when the new coach came in, they went eight and two and had the offensive player of the year in Emmanuel Wilson 
and uh, well, they had the player of the year in the conference and Emmanuel Wilson and the offensive player of the year in Kelvin Durham. And to know that we played a small part in that, uh, in recruiting Emmanuel Wilson to go to Fort Valley State from Johnson C. Smith. I mean, how ironic. And then, you know, and also the quarterback, Kelvin Durham, uh, to say that we recruited him. It just, again, it's a full circle moment. I'm proud uh, of what we did at Fort Valley and just thankful for the time uh, that we spent there. We're a month away from the actual game. Uh, so it, what have your players been doing in the last week? Have they been sitting by or have you been it, – was it permissible to have practice knowing that maybe you would get an invitation or maybe you wouldn't? And what is the – what's the schedule like going forward now because you have four weeks to get ready for a game? Yeah, right, Herb. Well, I tell you what, our schedule is when we finished, uh, with our last game against our rival Livingstone in the commemorative classic. Well, we needed a break because we, we did a bunch of laps around the track holding that trophy up. So we needed to rest from that because we love having that commemorative classic trophy here celebrating a win over our rival. And so we, we definitely took a full week off after that. And, and we'll take another week off. Uh, we're, but we're going to have this week off, let our young men get to, a good rhythm with their classes and study hall uh, and, and just really let their bodies and their minds relax a little. And we'll start back uh, practice on, on Sunday, the 19th. Okay. So having said all that, so then that gives you three weeks to prepare. Uh, yes. You'll get some people back who may be a little unhealthier right now mm-hmm. than they will be in three weeks. Uh, talk about – being able to be in a position to go more full strength with the full roster, and does that change anything for a position like quarterback, where you're, where you ended the season with the third stringer as your starter? Oh, well, <laughs> her, it's tough because one thing you do know is that we're going to get healthier through this time off. And, um, but not just a quarterback, but at a couple other positions. We're, we're looking forward to, you know, just getting these extra practices. But I'll tell you what, Herb, the quarterback position, I'm looking forward to this quarterback battle heating back up. Um, cause, uh, Robert Adams, he, he could have played, uh, against Livingstone, but we really wanted to, to just go with, to go with the young man that had, had, uh, you know, he ended the game well and had a good week of practice with Jameer Cherry, you know, against Winston. And so, uh, but Robert, he's fully healthy now, and uh, I look forward to him when we start back practicing. I look forward to him, uh, you know, just pushing hard. And, you know, it's going to be an open battle. It's going to be an open battle for who starts uh, in the bowl game. Because I know Robert's ready ready to get back in there and, and challenge for it. And, and I know Jameer's not going to let it go easily. So I look forward to, to the competition. And I know they're both going to be ready. I tell you, they're, they're each other's biggest cheerleader. I mean, that's the, the good thing about this healthy competition is that they really – pull for each other and that's just the whole quarterback room as a whole and so I'm, I'm just glad that we get these extra practices and that's really you know what what bold practice means is, is it means that you get an extra you get more opportunities to practice with your team and, and Herb as you know we are a very we're still a very young team I mean we've got you know these eight seniors that we have and we're gonna you know we'll be losing two on defense and about three on offense but we're still a relatively young team. So to be able to get these extra, you know, 10 to 12 extra practices before this bowl game, is just tremendous, uh, tremendously big for our program. Uh, 
And one of the other things, too, when I talked to uh, Victor Robinson, the uh, CEO of the Florida Beach Bowl, uh, one of the things that he talked about was spreading the HBCU brand uh, in Florida yes. uh, and with Division II schools. Because I guess in Florida, you know, if anybody talks about HBCUs, it's going to be Florida A&M and Bethune-Cookman to a lesser extent. Yes. Not necessarily yes, the D2 level. Uh, what can Smith do by going down there and playing and and playing well? Hopefully, uh, what can yes. what can be accomplished by your program going down there? Well, what can be accomplished is, is that we just take the JCSU brand of Florida and help you know just show what a great university that we have. I mean, that our president's doing an outstanding job uh, of the direction that we're headed. Uh, Dr. Kenlock, I just just love working with her and, and everything that she's doing for the university. And then to, to show that, you know, that, that Johnson C. Smith University, we're, we're going to be a power to be reckoned with. And when it comes to football, uh, I'm just so excited to, for our university to have this opportunity because, you know, it's just amazing that we're going to be the first in this bowl, but we were also the first in HBCU football. And to say that we were the first to be able to say that we played in the very first HBCU football game uh, against the Livingstone College and, and won the game. I mean, that's something that, that we will always be able to hang our hat on, that we were the first. And so to be able to go with that and know that we have an, a university that has strong academics, to know that we're in a world-class city, uh, one of the 15th largest city in the United States in Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, we have a lot to offer at Johnson C. Smith University. And I'm just so glad that we can take our university on the road and show the many good things that we have going for us. Like we're going to take a group of young men down that, that are very serious about their academics and that's very serious about their futures. And then and, and also just taking young men that are that are proud to represent their university the right way and also looking forward to just changing the the old narrative about Johnson C. Smith when it comes to football is that, you know, Smith used to be a pushover and now look at what we are building. So to have the opportunity to go spread that word and go show who we are, uh, you know, you just really, you know, you just welcome that opportunity. And, and also in a place in Florida, uh, the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area where Johnson C. Smith has a lot of alumni. Uh, you know, and when I was a student at Johnson C. Smith, some of my best friends and some of my teammates were from, uh, as they call, the bottom uh, in Miami. And I'm just glad that we have an opportunity to go to a place where we have a lot of alumni and a lot of folks that are familiar with JCSU. And one of the things, too, that I understood from talking to, uh, to Mr. Robinson is it's a, it's a full week of activities leading yes. up to a football game. And that's something that's a little different than what, <clears throat> I guess, the old uh, – uh, the old Pioneer Bowl. The old Pioneer Bowl did, uh, where you basically came in for a, the day before, played a game, and then got out of town. Uh, this is like a real bowl game atmosphere. The differences that are in this bowl is no comparison uh, with the activities that they have going on and the way that the city of, of Fort Lauderdale has really just taken this bowl and uh, just looking to make it something just very big. And I'm glad we're a part of it and glad that our young men are going to have this opportunity because, you know, you look at, you know, what, what happens so often, you know, in bowl games, 
uh, and you hear about what young men have done all week. And, you know, a lot of times Division II athletes, you don't get a chance to do those things. So we're making uh, we're making some lifelong memories right here. And, uh, you know, th- th- that just can't be taken lightly. And so I'm just so happy for our young men to get this experience and our coaching staff and our university because our band and our cheerleaders are going to be a part of this also. So we're making memories for a lot of people. So and I, that part I didn't know about as far as the band and the cheerleaders. So like I said, it's a it's a real bowl experience. Uh, yes. Whether and especially at the Division One level, this is par for the course. But in Division Two, yes. it's totally different. Exactly, and you're exactly right. And that's why this experience for for the program is just so big is is uh not just the program before the university because it's it's everyone and uh I'm just so <laughs> I'm just so glad uh, that we can experience this together and, and to be the first again you know to be the first is uh is just is just is uh for us to to be able to say we're the first school to play in this bowl um to be the first school to to take its band down uh, you know, from the CIAA, because you know we're, we're, of course, we're representing Johnson C. Smith University and 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 the community and, and Charlotte, but we're also representing the CIAA conference. I mean, this is the CIAA versus the SIAC, so we're very, very happy to represent all of these different entities, and uh, we want to represent them the right way. And how does and I know you had talked about your previous bowl experience with the with the Pioneer Bowl and going down as the offensive coordinator that year with Smith and winning it. Um, are you looking at this and weighing how the preparation experience that you had back then? I guess that was the 2012 team with the Pioneer 2011. Yes, sir, the 2011 team. 2011 yes, team with the Pioneer Bowl. And how you may do some things differently or stick pretty close to it in terms of the experience that you're going to go through now. Well, you know what, Herb? It's going to be different in the fact that there's a longer break um, in between um, – the game and the actual our last practice. So it'll be different than what, how we prepared in 2011 and, and the fact that in 2011 there was a couple of weeks off and, and you know, not long after that, you know, it, it was, you know, it was right back at the game. And the game was like a little earlier, I want to say. And so because we definitely looked at those files and, and, you know, and our whole calendar approaching that game. But the biggest difference right now is, you know, we, we have to plan in, you know, we're going to, we're going to be down there a few days earlier because of all the activities that, you know, we're going to be required to go to, which is a great thing, you know, for the bowl, uh, you know, with the city of Fort Lauderdale and different, um, different events that we'll be going to as a football team, the program representing Johnson C. Smith. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it ought to be a great time. And uh, who would have guessed five or six months <laughs> ago that this would be the case, but it's, uh, uh, do you have to go back and pinch yourself or look in a mirror or just figure out how in the world did all this happen? Yeah, we really do. I mean, we really do because we started, I mean, we started back in August. Uh, we, we were just thinking of one day at a time, one step at a time, and, you know, let's go win the first ball game. But, 
and weren't even didn't have a bowl on our radar. And you know, one of the reasons because you know, you, you, Division Two's haven't had a bowl to go to, but to have a group, an organization uh, like the Florida Beach Bowl uh, to really come about and, and, are, and is serious about HBCU football, one to spread the brand and, and just spread the good things that D2 HBCU football is about. I mean, oh man, Herb, it's just, I can't put it into words how great it is to have an opportunity to be the first to play in this bowl and to represent the HBCU uh, uh, conferences, you know, with the, F, the HBCU Division II conferences, which are the SIAC and the CIAA. And I think I'm probably one of the very few coaches that have been an assistant and a head coach in both conferences, uh, you know, as an assistant at Johnson C. Smith and Shaw, and then heck, as an assistant at Miles College and won a SIAC championship as offensive coordinator at Miles in 2015. And and then to go be the head coach at Fort Valley and now the head coach at JCSU. I mean, not having seen both conferences and know both conferences and now have, having the opportunity to see both conferences be put on display in such a way in a bowl game. I just feel very fortunate and very blessed and, and just, again, just happy for the opportunity. Now that you mentioned that, is this an opportunity for the CIAA to flex its muscle in terms of football because, you know, the, the public perception is the CIAA, that's the basketball league. Is this yeah. an opportunity now to write a different narrative that CIAA football is no weak sister to the SIEC? Oh, that's definitely a factor in this and, and a great opportunity for us to show that the CIAA is not just a basketball conference. You know, that was some of the thought, that process that we had in 2011 when we were playing a Miles team that was 11-2. And two. and, and uh, Johnson C. Smith uh, came in, I believe, at that time. We were 5-5, five and five and they really thought they had a pushover basketball school. And we were glad to go in and show them that we could play a little bit of football uh, in, 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 in Charlotte, North Carolina at Johnson C. Smith. So I was glad of that, and we're looking forward to the same. I'm sure that uh, they're, they're looking at things to – to show that they're the superior football conference, but we know the CIAA plays very good football also, and we're looking forward to showing that on December the 13th. Okay, very good. Well, thank you so much, Coach Flowers. Uh, yes, congratulations, sir. and we will certainly uh, keep up with you as, yes, sir. Uh, as December 13th gets closer. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Herb. Talk to you soon. And there you have it, Johnson C. Smith football coach Maurice Flowers talking about the Florida Beach Bowl, December 13, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The weather ought to be pretty good, or at least better than here, that time of year. Who can tell? But generally it is. And that's it for this edition of Sports Charlotte. Keep up with us at Queen City Podcast Network. On our website, thecharlottepost.com, all our social media, and in print. We do a print publication. So support us, keep up with us, give us your feedback, let us know what we're doing right, what you'd like to see us do. We take everything into consideration. And we appreciate you listening to this edition of Sports Charlotte today. And every time out, 
For everybody at the office, my name is Herb White. Thanks for listening. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Thank you.